Hi guys, welcome to a brand new episode of Fortune One Podcast, Navigating Life and Relationships. I hope you had an amazing weekend and I hope you enjoyed the previous episode. Today we're going to be talking about responses to trauma and I thought it was very, very important that we had a conversation about this topic just so we can have better relationships. So a lot of people don't really understand the psychology and the science behind trauma and so you find that people just react anyhow to people who are going through trauma and what ends up happening is that people lose friendships people lose opportunities and things just get a bit messy so i'm hoping that this information kind of enlightens each and every one of us on how to behave you know whether we are the ones going through trauma or whether we have people around us going through trauma so i don't want you to think in your mind well i'm currently not going through any kind of trauma and so stop listening to this as a matter of fact this podcast should help you better your relationships with people it's not just for yourself it's knowing better to treat people better which i believe would help us have a lot more healthy relationships so we're going to be talking about the four responses to trauma um, you know, there's a psychology, there's a science behind it, and we will definitely talk about, you know, the um, options that God has given to us, obviously, as his children, because we know that we do not wage war as the world does, you know, the world fights with, you know, earth, earthen materials, you know, earthen, um, you know, warfare and all of that. So the way Goliath went to fight David with, you know, a sling, a javelin, a shield and all of that. And David came and what did he say? Come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts. In as much as he is a sling and a stone, you know, that spiritual backing was more important than that sling and stone. And, you know, it appears to everyone that David just is a sling and a stone to kill Goliath, but it was a lot deeper than that. But that's not our point for today. So we'll first talk about the four responses to trauma and I'll name them first before I get on speaking about them. So when people um, go through traumatic experience, when they're going through trauma, and it's important that we know that trauma doesn't necessarily have to be the most grievous thing. People often think that, the only people that go to trauma are like rape, rape victims or people who are victims of sexual assault or sexual trafficking. No, trauma could be something as um, big or as little as loss of a loved one. Someone losing a loved one, you know, could cause them to experience several levels of trauma. Heartbreak is also a cause of trauma. People experience heartbreak and they're actually going through traumatic experiences. People fall out with friends and they are going through trauma trauma is not a one shoe fits all size kind of thing trauma could mean different things to different people so it's very important that we never dismiss people when they express or show any signs of trauma or you know they they show signs that they are trying to heal or deal with trauma in their lives so the first way that people respond to trauma is to fight oftentimes in this case you find that people make someone an enemy so even though there's no need to make anyone an enemy in the whole event of things, they make someone an enemy. In a case where um, a woman might lose her husband and she's going through trauma, you know, of losing her husband or a loved one, she now decides to make her husband's brother the enemy. He, he, the husband's brother probably hasn't done anything, but her trauma needs to make someone an enemy so that she can feel better. Some people, this is how they respond to trauma. Now, it's definitely not godly, but it is what it is. The world that we live in, it's how people have learned to survive. They make someone an enemy, okay? So before I get into talking about the solutions to these 
four responses to trauma i'll first describe all of them so we started by talking about fights so people respond to trauma by fighting which is making someone an enemy and fighting this person whether physically whether verbally whether spiritually you know if you're of the african descent you know that that is not far from natural i'm normal you know people you know take up fights spiritually you know um the second way that people respond to trauma is flight so in this case someone who's going through trauma things that are running away from the issue is going to solve the issue a high percentage of people deal with trauma like this they run away rather than confronting it people just pretend and they hope that time takes it away and you listening to this might be guilty of it you know where you've probably offended someone something has happened in your life and you never want to talk about it because you feel like talking about it triggers memories and sometimes that's all right but you need to be very sure that you are not running away from it because half the time people think time will heal but as a matter of fact you have to decide to heal before time will heal you okay time is just going but the pain can still be there the memories might still be there you need to fight it you need to talk it out you just need to make sure you get rid of it and don't just hide it somewhere under the carpet there's something that you often say anything that you you sweep under the carpet is going to create a stumbling block one day whether for you or someone who comes around you so it's important that you deal with something whatever it is appropriately okay now the third response to trauma is freezing so we've spoken about fights we've spoken about flights now we're talking about freezing so people who respond to trauma by freezing you find that they cease to live life they begin to just exist now with people who are mourning people who are grieving you find that this is one of the very big ways that they respond to trauma when a loved one has died it's like a part of them has died and so they just begin to exist so some people you find that they could not be bathing for several days um sometimes they stop going to work and probably lose their jobs sometimes they just end a part of their life that really would have produced you know good lucrative results in this case it is very very important that you are conscious of not just letting go of something that is important to you so if you lost a loved one and you know you're in that state of freeze you're frozen um you know you can end up letting go of a job that would help you several years from from then but it's weird because tra- um, trauma patients or trauma victims they don't really have the ability to see long term which is why we are getting this knowledge so that we can help people our friends our loved ones who are going through trauma and responding in these ways okay um after this we're going to get into talking about how to deal with you know people in all of these situations now the last way that people respond to trauma which is the least way is foe um which is spelled f-a-u-x so in the case of foe is very 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 common among um sexual assault victims foe is where a victim tries to negotiate with their assaulter, their abuser, or the person who has caused them the trauma. Now, in as much as it is prominent among sexual assault victims or um, sexual trafficked victims, it's also common among normal human relationships. So in a case where someone emotionally abuses you and you're trying to negotiate with them, that is you responding with foe. So think about it. Maybe you have a friend who has been with a guy who verbally abuses her emotionally abuses her not even physically and you find that rather than her work walking away she's constantly trying to find a way to make it work in spite of the fact that she's being abused in that case she's responding to her trauma by four she's trying to create a negotiation between herself and the person that is causing her that trauma and we find that in cases like that they just continue and continue until a point where they 
the person literally kills something in them before they finally realize oh my god i should definitely have worked and walked away a long time ago so these are the four ways the four major ways that people respond to trauma according to psychology according to science which is heavily backed up by facts by evidence and it's just a natural human thing that when people are going through traumatic experiences they're responding either with fights with flights with freeze or with four. Now we're going to talk about four ways to deal with these issues. When you are around people, whether a loved one, you know, whether a distant colleague, whatever it is, whoever it is that are going through this, if someone if someone is fighting um, trauma by fights, you need to realize that you cannot fight back. Okay, so the analogy I used earlier: a woman whose husband has died and is making her husband's brother the enemy. In that case, that woman, that man should not be fighting back because this is how she is dealing with her trauma. She's trying to pick up a fight. If you fight back, you're feeding her trauma. So she's even going to continue the fight. And then before you know it, you're damaging relationships. So if you are in a case where a friend is going through trauma and they have made you the enemy, do not fight back. This is the time to be patient. This is the time to be long-suffering. And it is not allowing someone emotionally abuse you. It's just understanding that this person is currently going through a phase. And the least way I can be there for them is refusing to fight back, even though they're trying to pick up a fight with me. Now, I know this is so difficult because a lot of human beings, particularly in this generation, were hot-headed, where we just feel like, oh, I don't have time for this. Cut off. Mm, cancel. Mm, you know. And it's just so hard to get people to be more patient and tolerant to people and it is such a problem because people are damaging relationships every single day but getting to know and understand this now i'm really hoping that more people will be more intentional about being patient with people who are going through trauma and are responding with fights now with flights when people are responding to trauma with flights it's important that you know where they are but give them some space. So with flight, like I explained earlier, the chances are that the people are running away from the problem. They don't want to face it. In that case, know where they are. Like if someone loses a loved one now and they don't want to be around anyone, know where they are. Don't just leave them because, I mean, they are in a vulnerable position. They can do something to themselves that they would regret later. So know where they are. Have a kind of security of safety around them, but give them space. Now, when people are going through traumatic experiences, the chances are that they don't want too much talk around them, okay? They would rather be silent. And sometimes it's okay to respect that, okay? Be around them. Know that they're okay. Go drop food. Go say hi. But leave them, you know, give them that space, give them that silence, except if they have expressly asked for your support or your presence. And then it's fine for you to stay there. But someone who is responding to trauma by flat flights, it's important that you know where they are, but also to give them some space. The third way that we spoke about that people respond to trauma is by freezing. Now, when people freeze, when people lose a part of their life because they've lost a loved one or they start to act differently because they've lost something, that is them freezing. It's important that you find something that is of interest to them and keep them around that thing. Oftentimes, um, when people freeze as a result of trauma, it's because they've lost a spark. Okay, people that are around them should help them find that spark by exposing them to things that they are interested in. Um, you know, I could use the same analogy of, say, a woman losing her husband she feels like she's lost a part of her and so she starts to freeze she's no more living she's just existing in that case what you know psychology would encourage or what is encouraged is that people around her try to get her you know happy try to get her by by, by involving her in things that interest her so 
if it's someone you love you definitely know what interests them you know and make sure that you're bringing that thing around them constantly so that they can get themselves back so that they can get life back so that they can leave that that state of just existing to actually living so that's freeze finally with four when that is i describe that as when a person is trying to negotiate with the person who has caused their trauma it's important that you speak to such a person speak to them you need to speak to them politely but tell them the honest truth if a girl is currently being abused whether physically whether verbally emotionally by someone she's dating or courting or even married to now she's attempting going she, she doesn't even realize that she's creating a negotiation between her and her abuser so you who is seeing clearly that this girl is responding with four it's important that you sit her down or sit him down because it goes both ways if a guy is being abused sit them down and help them to understand that hey you're negotiating with your abuser rather than walking away in a case of a dating or courtship relationship you can easily just walk away because there's no full committed commitment like marriage there obviously within sensible parameters you know our generation like i said we have very low tolerance levels and it's definitely no good so it's like two extremes not being patient and so on just walking away or actually being overly patient to the point where you get stupid and you're taking every single thing so it's very very important that if you have someone around you who is responding to trauma by four you sit them down talk them through it help them see what they cannot see and then help them arrive at a sensible conclusion now in all of this is very important that the bible says that we should be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your request be known unto god it is not enough to deal with trauma on your own. As a matter of fact, the human nature does not deal with trauma, right? This is human nature dealing with trauma. Human nature deals with trauma by fighting, by you know, going taking a flight, by freezing, or by fall. With Christ, when you have trauma, when you're going through any form of, form of traumatic experience, you take it to God, and what God just does is He gives you His peace. Okay. Now this is the real. This should be the reality for every believer. I remember when my dad suffered a stroke in 2016. I legit felt like my world had crumbled. My life was over and i just remember that in those you know first couple of months that he was in a coma the peace of god i experienced i can never i can never never ever be able to describe it it was just so full and so rich and so amazing that you know my dad was lying in an icu somewhere was not responding to treatment and somehow i just felt peace like everything was going to be fine this is something that you can only get supernaturally by the power of god by the holy spirit so it's very important that you don't just settle to responding to trauma in the human psychological way but you reach into that divine into that spiritual way because this is why the holy spirit is here to help us deal with trauma the bible also tells us to cast all of our cares upon the lord because he cares for us anything that is a source of concern to you that is a source of pain problem take it to the lord in prayer if you've lost someone and you're grieving the bible says the holy spirit will comfort you if you have been heartbroken if someone has broken your heart don't dwell there okay try to reach out to people pray about it god is able to comfort you and to heal your heart if you are a victim of sexual assault sexual violence pray about it something that god is able to heal okay god can even lead you to get you know speak to someone whether a counselor whether a psychiatrist whether a a psychologist you know if god leads you to speak to someone please don't hesitate to do that it is all for your good it's so important that we are all together whole okay mentally spiritually emotionally psychologically in all aspects of our life god wants us to be well and whole so if you are currently experiencing trauma or anyone around you is experiencing trauma i really hope that this podcast gives you an idea of how to deal with it 
please please and please not fight someone who is you know going through trauma and is you know responding to their trauma by fighting okay someone who has decided to use flight to respond to their trauma don't be in their face you know sometimes they need that space give it to them if someone has frozen as a result of trauma ensure that you are there to create a kind of environment for them to you know find that spark find that joy again and someone who is you know responding to trauma by foe you should be able to speak to them and help them see what they cannot see obviously in a peaceful and a polite way i really hope this podcast episode helps someone out there and obviously also helps us to have a lot more healthy relationships because this was the motive of this topic thank you so much for listening i look forward to see to seeing or speaking to you rather next week this is fortune podcast navigating life and relationships love and light bye